SEI Sphere provides managed technology services to support and secure the evolving IT needs of today's regulated and fast-growing businesses. With comprehensive business solutions that deliver cyber, network, and cloud services, SEI Sphere helps organizations build a technology foundation and strengthen their cyber maturity. Providing financial technology platforms and solutions for more than 50 years, SEI enables clients to focus on strategic initiatives and drive future growth. For more information, visit seic.com sphere. SEI Sphere, the future of cyber protection. From the Credit Union National Association, this is the CUNA News Podcast. Credit Union people, credit union ideas. In a post-COVID world, cyber attacks are more prevalent and sophisticated than ever. In the fast-moving and dynamic digital age, credit unions have the responsibility to not only secure their members' financial assets, but protect their reputational risk as a trusted and secure financial institution of choice. I'm Ron Jose, Senior Editor of CUNY News. In this episode of the CUNY News Podcast, Steve Baumberger, Head of SEI Sphere, discusses the latest developments in cybersecurity and how credit unions can protect their financial assets, employees, and members. Among the topics Baumberger addresses in this interview are the latest threats, risk management, third-party partnerships, and successful recovery plans. As Baumberger says in this interview, because cybersecurity touches so many aspects of operations and risk, it's become an all-encompassing issue for credit unions. And it's more important than ever that credit unions and their employees make it an everyday part of their daily lives and routines. So, Steve, tell us a little bit about SEI Sphere and what you guys do. Cybersecurity is always a big topic for our listeners. Yeah, thanks, Ron. Uh, SEI itself is a 54-year-old organization that has really lived in the financial services ecosystem. We've operated both as a financial institution and really a fintech organization. Uh, All of our businesses over those 54 years have been focused in on delivering technology and services and solutions to help our financial clients really do their jobs faster and more efficiently. So to allow them to focus on the growth while they know they have a partner that's really gonna help them with a core function that they've determined they wanna find a partner for. SEI Sphere, which is which is who I represent today here within SEI, is really a managed technology services business that we're really, really excited about at SEI. Uh, we launched it about three years ago and the concept was to take all of that heritage, all of those 54 years and think about the internal teams, the best practices, and the services and solutions that we've naturally become very good at and develop through that heritage to deliver really IT programs and business outcomes for clients. So where we are today is we offer uh, complete cybersecurity programs, uh, cloud services, and network operation services to small and medium-sized institutions. So cybersecurity, I mean, it's a huge topic. That said, who should care about it? is certainly something I think we all realize we should care about at this point. Um, we've probably all seen the, the news the last two and a half, three years. I think exactly. we care as consumers and individuals, and we also care as employees and business professionals that has become a part of our everyday life. Um, I think we see it in, in all of those facets. It's no longer a topic that can be sort of swept underneath the rug. 
and we think when we think about businesses, uh, it's not just an IT issue anymore. It, it has become a an all-encompassing business issue. So it's not just the IT team's uh, task and problem or issue anymore. Uh, it's become an issue that we all need to think about. Uh, it's IT. It's finance, it's audit, it's compliance. It really, I think we're finding ourselves in a period of almost a, a cultural shift within organizations where cybersecurity needs to be thought of across every context of the business from the C-suite uh, to the employees. And ultimately, we got to be thinking about the customers, the customers of, of our businesses and, and our duty and fiduciary responsibility to protect their sensitive information as well. So I think it were, we're all at a point where we know it's a big issue um, and, and it's something that is not going away. So we need to determine how to, how to address it as best as possible. So uh, the short answer is I, I think we all care about it at this point and it's in our face every day within the news. Uh, the why I think really supports that as well. Um, the why really fits with, with the who should care. Uh, we all see legislation and regulation, uh, whether that's the NCUA that is, is, is adopting more rhetoric around getting serious about what cybersecurity means to, to, to financial institutions and to community credit unions. Uh, the SEC this year came out earlier uh, with uh, a proposed legislation that's going to add some additional kind of burden, I, burden or clarity, however you want to kind of look at it, but add some additional uh, kind of regulation around cybersecurity to to SEC audited organizations. So, legislation and regulation is coming, and and you know, as businesses, we have to think about both legislation and making sure that our audits and our policies are tight, but then also operationally. Uh, you know, we want to make sure we're doing all we can to support our own businesses and protect our client data. So uh, it's here and it's not going away. You're absolutely right. Security is not going to go away. It literally keeps CEOs up at night. They can work all day on it and they're still not going to know if they're doing a good enough job. How do we know if we're doing a good enough job on cybersecurity? Yeah, it's a great question. It's a question we we talk to a lot of our clients and prospective clients about on a regular basis. Organizations are sort of at that precipice of saying, are we doing enough and how do we define what enough is? Um, really, it's, it's this hard topic of if we haven't had a problem and it's been kind of an IT cost that I haven't really seen any ROI on, uh, is that good enough? Like, am I am I willing to sort of roll the dice on that, even as attacks become more prevalent, or do I want to try to sort of get ahead of it and start to plan for the future of 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 this kind of evolving industry? Uh, very difficult to to if you haven't had a problem, put put a return on that investment to think about it as we talked about earlier a little bit culturally within the organization. Um, so it's a bit of a definition that, that isn't perfect yet. And I think businesses themselves probably need to define it uh, more particularly to, to their daily operations. We talk all the time about good security and balancing that good security um, with making sure we don't hinder organizations from their growth, from doing their business operations on a, on a regular basis. So definitely a topic that... Um, that at times you kind of need to self-reflect a little bit, decide what your cyber posture looks like, and then make sure you feel like you've put both the policy and the operations in place to, to, to make you feel comfortable at night. And in cybersecurity, it's not something a credit union can do just internally. You need to reach out for external assistance. So when a credit union is searching for us, 
cybersecurity partner, what should they look for in that third party? Yeah, I think it's, it's it's similar to what we were talking about earlier. It's not really a one-size-fits-all approach. There are a an immense amount of options out in the industry today. There are a, are a lot of really new shiny tools and shiny objects that uh, are, a lot of them, very, very good at delivering a piece of security. Um, I think internally, you got to ask yourself first, um, you know, what are the things that I want to do uh, as an organization? Do I want to have a small staff that does some things? Do I want to have no staff at all and find a partner that can completely outsource all of it? Um, do I trust that vendor? What's their track record at delivering kind of the service level equation that I want? Uh, and do they really understand my business? So while we believe good security is certainly good security for any kind of institutional organization, organizations that truly understand kind of the footsteps that, you know, financial institutions and community financial institutions walk in every day may have a better, better approach to delivering a quality security program. So I think it's multifaceted. I think it's certainly a little bit of an internal look at, at what you desire to do and what you want your partner to do. And at the end of that, when you're, when you're able to sort of determine that mix, uh, making sure you find a partner that you're going to have c- good communication with. So knowing who's going to do what. To your point about CEOs or CFOs or CIOs in the middle of the night, if there's an incident, do I want to be, like if there's an attack or an incident, do I want to be woken up in the middle of, an, of the night or do I have a partner and want a partner that I know is going to be working through that and resolving it and letting me know, you know, the following morning. So this is a youthful industry. You know, we, it's probably really only been around 10 to 20 years. There's a lot of acronyms out there about managed detection and response companies, managed security service providers. But at the end of the day, desiring your cybersecurity posture, understanding kind of what that looks like, uh, and then finding the partner that's out there that can deliver upon that uh, is where you'll end up at the end of the day. So one of the things that makes cybersecurity so difficult is that it's a moving target. The landscape changes virtually every day. Do you want to talk about the current threat landscape? You know, the type of attacks, the evolution? Do you want to get into that a little bit? Yeah, sure. I, I think, you know, kind of all of this revolves around, you know, what is what is good security? We, we kind of throw that term around a little bit too, why and how it matters, but what, what at the end of the day is good security. In our mindset, uh, good security is really having a defense in-depth mindset because we know, to your point, those th- those threat actors, the threat landscape is constantly evolving. So 20 years ago, everybody was focused on firewalls and making sure we build the right firewalls in place. Now we know that everybody's, especially you know, kind of post-COVID world, everybody is uh, in a kind of a work from anywhere mentality. We know digital transformation is underway and people are moving from cloud. So infrastructure in a lot of places is getting smaller. So really, knowing that there's no silver bullet to security, good security is making sure you have a system, an integrated system across all of these different attack vectors. And when we say attack vectors in the industry, that's just ways that bad actors can 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 get into an organization to get their data, to get their information. So having a coordinated system across all of these different attack vectors and to know that not one tool or one piece of of software within kind of a security pillar is going to be enough. As an organization, you really should have a complete visible picture into the things that are attacking you on a regular basis and the ability to get smarter and understand what that looks like so you can be more proactive in the future. 
the things to that point that have really changed is if you look now, depending on the data that you look at, 80 to 90% of most attacks originate through the end user. So that tells us that you know, security is only as strong as your weakest link. And as diligent as employees can be and as well-educated as employees can be, sometimes you just have a bad day and clicking on that link you know, or not thinking about because you're doing too many things at once. Uh, that's the way most 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 bad actors get into organizations at this point. So, you talk about a lot of these different things in terms for attacks and what they look like. Phishing. That's 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 the most prominent way that organiz- that the bad actors get into organizations. They fish through emails uh, and they get information or credentials that allow them to to get into a system. So. You know, dealing with phishing is is the, the biggest issue right now, and and kind of focusing on that uh, that human, that end user as an attack vector is is paramount. Also, ransomware. You know, ransomware can be spyware, malware. I'm sorry, malware can be ransomware, spyware. All these different things. That's a huge part of it. Obviously, we've seen ransomware explode since 2010, and digital currencies becoming more prominent. But ransomware is a huge part of 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 where. Uh, bad actor organizations are finding their ROI. So phishing and ransomware are easy to deploy and there's great ROI for the bad actors. So really those are the two most important tact vectors or the most prominent that we see happening today on a regular basis. Well, and as you said, 80 to 90% of the attempts are through the end users. So that gives them a pretty high chance of success. So my point is that virtually every credit union is going to be breached at some level at some point. So the recovery plan is the key part of any strategy. So what are the key elements in, if a credit union is breached? What are, what's the key elements of a recovery plan? Yeah, the, the key elements of a recovery plan, I, I sort of go back to my youth and being a Boy Scout. The Boy Scout motto was be prepared. Uh, I know it sounds cliche, um, but there is no substitute for being prepared for an incident or a breach. Uh, as we've talked about over the last few minutes, you know, there's no silver bullet to this. And to your point, you know, whether you've been attacked and had an issue, or maybe there's even uh, a bad actor laying within your organization or infrastructure. Now we know a lot of times that happens. Bad actors will get into an organization's infrastructure and lay in wait for you know months and months to find the right time to hit. It's really, really important to be prepared for the situation, even if you have what you think is the best policy and the best operations in place today. So. You know, having a good incident response plan, just saying, hey, if something does happen, what are we going to do? You know, there's kind of in no real particular order, but if you think going through it, if you have an incident, you want to really identify the problem. You want to make sure it's isolated and that your systems are secure. You want to make sure you've identified this breach uh, and investigated how did it get in? Where is it traversed? Where is it sitting? Do we have it isolated again? Um, can we go back and kind of identify that problem? Then you got to fix it and update it, of course, right? Make the adjustments to, to ensure that hopefully doesn't happen again, but then also sort of look across that and say, are there any best practices or learnings that we can take away from that? And I think the part that we're all living right now, we see it in the news every day, is transparency. Transparency is really, really important for the brand reputation and trust of, of organizations, especially small to medium-sized businesses who live uh, live by their reputation. Um, so alerting the appropriate regulatory agencies and, and certainly um, being transparent and, and notifying your customers if there is a breach uh, is a really, really important part of, of kind of being prepared to respond appropriately if you do have if you do have an incident or a breach. 
Yeah, and that's why this is that's why conversations like this are so important so we can share that information with all our members. And to that point, thank you for sharing your time with us today, Steve. We really appreciate it. Thanks a lot. I appreciate it. And think before you click, Ron. Thanks for listening to the CUNA News Podcast. Subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Stitcher Radio. SEI Sphere provides managed technology services to support and secure the evolving IT needs of today's regulated and fast-growing businesses. With comprehensive business solutions that deliver cyber, network, and cloud services, SEI Sphere helps organizations build a technology foundation and strengthen their cyber maturity. Providing financial technology platforms and solutions for more than 50 years, SEI enables clients to focus on strategic initiatives and drive future growth. For more information, visit seic.com/sphere. SEI Sphere: The Future of Cyber Protection.